What's up guys, this is Stop Waiting. The perfect time will never come, so start living today. If you should wake to a man-dead world, where virtually all human life had been dissolved from the face of the earth, leaving behind only buildings, bridges, machines. If you should awake to such a world tomorrow morning, what would you do? Where would you go? So as I've been mentioning, there's going to be all sorts of boat sounds. I'm recording on the new boat studio. I got a sailboat that I am going to be sailing around in and recording this podcast and, and doing the thing in. So forgive the random water and seagulls and stuff hitting the side. I have decided to start this project to help people who can't seem to get started, right? You're, you're constantly waiting for things to get perfect for all the traffic lights to turn green before you start your journey. And I find that this is one of the biggest things keeping people from starting to do the things they want to do or starting to create meaningful relationships in their life or change the job or even do better in their job. We don't always have to completely change our lives to start doing the things that we want to do. I've been thinking about something that I learned from my motorcycle accident and this is about 10 years ago now but these things have started to become part of who I am and my day-to-day life and this one in particular had a lot of meaningful impact in in how I began to start doing the things that I wanted to do and living the way I wanted to being the protagonist in my story and not just being an observer of life I find that I still tend to to wait for perfect, but there's some things that are now kind of baked in that keep me from harping on it for too long. And this motorcycle accident, it was the beginning point for me. So what is it that I learned from this motorcycle accident? The first one was that there were things that I could have done differently leading up to the accident that would that would have changed the outcome, potentially. We can't necessarily choose the consequences of our actions, but we can choose the actions that lead to those consequences, right? And up until that point, I tended to look at the world and my life as happening to me, like the world's out to get me, or what if I had done this tiny little thing and waited longer? Would I have been in that situation to be in the accident in the first place if I'd spent more time brushing my teeth that morning or something, right? Well, those things do play a part, right? Luck is involved. I could have done different things in the moment, in the preceding events to that accident. So what ended up happening was this lady pulled out in front of me at an intersection, and I had the mindset of, oh, well, you know, her light is yellow, mine's green, and go ahead and pull out in front of me. Uh, I'll just sue you and live a lavish life based on, on all the money I'll get, right? And relying on all these artificial systems that were in place, uh, the laws and, and the lines on the road and traffic systems and all this stuff. Well, I quickly learned that that wasn't the case. <laughs> I ended up getting the 
the legal ramifications, the financial ramifications, and even the anatomical ramifications. Like I, I now have an injury that'll have my whole life and pain my whole life. The first lesson was one, you can't avoid reality, but you can make better decisions that can lead to potentially better outcomes. You know, I could have slowed down. I could have not assumed that this lady was going to pull out in front of me or not pull out in front of me, right? I could have gone to the left instead of the right. I could have ducked back between a car so she wouldn't be so liberal in her approach. You know, it's easier to pull out in front of a motorcyclist than a car, right? So there were a lot of things that I could have done in that moment that would have led to the potential outcome of her either not pulling out or me not flying over her car and breaking a bunch of bones. After the accident, and after I was faced with the legal ramifications of being in an accident, and there's a whole lot of backstory that may come out as the show progresses. Who knows? This this motorcycle accident was a was a pivotal time in my life. So it, it really ended up being this this catalyst to starting to control my actions and, and my emotions and my thoughts and really focusing on making better decisions and and creating my life. So I'm sure that more of the story will tend to come out. But as the legal ramifications started to set in, I decided to take a driving course, you know, I got a lawyer and all that stuff. And in this driving course, I learned a lot of statistical data about motorcycle accidents, about the nature of why they occur and where they occur and whatnot. And it wasn't until much later on that the esoteric concepts started to set in from this information. But one of the things I learned was that 80%, roughly 80%, about 75-80% of motorcycle accidents happen at intersections. And at first I was like, huh, that's strange. You know, maybe I can avoid getting into any kind of accident if I pay super close attention at intersections, right? So later on, much later on, I learned about something called Pareto's Law. And Pareto's Law basically says that 20% of your inputs will lead to 80% of your outputs or your outcomes, right? So 20% of your decisions lead to 80% of the outcomes that you experience. And this is prevalent throughout life. Pareto, I believe, discovered this by looking at pea plants in his garden. He was like a gardener. He was also an economist and whatnot, but he grew pea plants. And he saw that 20% of his pea plants were producing a majority of the peas that he was able to harvest. So... This 80% of accidents happening at intersections was was at first very perplexing. But then I was like, oh, well, if I pay super close attention at every intersection I go through, then my chances of being in an accident are reduced by 80%. And intersections are, at least where I was at in Virginia, are a small minority of the riding time on a motorcycle, right? So it was even a, a wider distribution of decisions and outcomes something like maybe 5 to 10% of the time I was on the bike could lead to a reduction of 80% of motorcycle accidents. Now, don't get me wrong. You should pay attention the whole time you're driving. I don't want to make this seem like, oh, you're just spacing out and whatnot. And then just pay attention at intersections. But if you pay super extra attention at intersections, 
then you're going to have a much safer ride. The irony is that this applies to most of life. A lot of it's just kind of autopiloting. Um, it's like it's like flying an airplane. You know, you you have moments of pure terror mixed in with like hours of boredom. <laughs> so taking off and landing is terrifying. And then the rest of the time, you're kind of just floating around in the sky. And you'll find that this this is how life is. Two things kind of manifest out of this that can really help you get unstuck that can can help motivate you to actually start right the first is that you can hyper focus on the things that actually move you forward towards your goals you can focus on the subtle the little things that lead to the massively huge things there's subtle things you're doing every day that are potentially leading to bad outcomes, the huge bad outcomes, maybe spending too much money, maybe eating bad food, maybe focusing on the negative emotions you're experiencing and focusing on the conflict you're experiencing with other people instead of focusing on exercising, instead of focusing on saving or reducing your 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 monthly budgets um focusing on avoiding the conflict or approaching it in a meaningful way right not just going through the same motions every day that are leading to these problems you're you're encountering with with a loved one or people around you there may be very small tweaks in your the way you talk or the way that you interact with people that could lead to again 80% changes towards the positive side. The other thing that this really kind of hit home for me was that 80% of the the mistakes I'm making don't even matter. It's 20% of your actions that are causing the majority of your outcomes. So, So don't focus so much on making mistakes. Try to focus on making the good decisions and realize that most of the stuff you're doing doesn't even matter. Now, this can go either way. You may take it and go, oh, well, then then it doesn't matter what I do at all, right? The irony is that it does matter what you do. It just matters that you focus on the good things, the things that are beneficial to your goals, to your outcomes. Be kind to yourself. Be a little more forgiving about the mistakes you've made and learn from them. Turn those negative self-talks into goals that can be accomplished instead of every wall you hit being the stopping point figure out how do i get over that how do i build a ladder how do i do one of those little like hook rope things to get over the wall right every barrier you encounter is an obstacle to overcome not a wall to stop at so this week really start to focus on and identify the habits you have that are either bad or good that are small subtle daily habits that you can change into habits that will move you towards the goalpost. post